This podcast is designed for you to discover more about who you are, to challenge your old adopted beliefs, and to expand your awareness at what's really possible. I'm Adam Esco, and this is The Unspoken Agreements. Hey everyone, welcome back to The Unspoken Agreements podcast. This is Adam Esco, your host. I am so excited that you're here. This is going to be such a fun and really, really informative episode. If you haven't listened to the last two episodes, this is really the extension and the culmination of those last two episodes. So if you haven't, I would recommend you press pause, go ahead and listen to that, or at some point listen to those episodes that will really bring more context and flavor to what's going to be happening in this episode. But regardless, I want to say thank you. If this is your first time here, welcome, welcome, welcome. And if this is a uh, place you've been to before, I just want to say thanks for being here again, and I'm going to hope to give you a lot of content and a lot of value in this episode. So here we go. I, I want to give a little bit of background, a little context in case you kind of forgot what was in the last two episodes or haven't listened to them yet. And really what we're talking about here is uh, strategies that every manager, every dental owner will really be helpful in order to create accountability, really create agreements between two parties, right? What we're talking about here is how to engage in healthy, but what could be very difficult, emotionally triggering dialogue that will hopefully leave with you uh, being able to show up to these conversations and perform so you have the best chance of getting the outcome that you desire. So I'm going to give a little background, and this was, what, what you're going to hear today is me sharing a very recent example of someone that I work with, someone that I hired, someone that I hired as a coach, consultant, someone that will I wanted to outsource a lot of my task to and to collaborate with to help produce better content and better resources and better materials for the clients that I get to work with. And so what was happening to give you a background was I had recently hired this person and had a lot of expectations on how we were going to communicate in between our virtual sessions. We meet uh, three times a month virtually, and we're also uh, communicating throughout the week to take care of the assignments that uh that we set for ourselves are basically our plan so that we could continue to get all the things done that we want to get done and uh, keep moving forward with, with my growing business. And what I realized was after our first two meetings, we weren't communicating in between sessions. I would be reaching out to her via email, via Voxer, which is a walkie talkie app, basically an audio text version. And I'm saying, Hey, you know, um, where are you? What's going on? I'm still waiting for you to get back to me with X, Y, and Z. And I wasn't hearing anything. And, um, I was getting concerned mentally. I was creating a lot of stories on wait, why is she not getting back to me? You know, like I, I basically paid up front for a three month commitment and this is the way our communication was going to go. And I said in that first meeting how important communication was. And yet here we are and I'm not hearing back from you from a week for two weeks. And yet we have all these things we need to do and I'm relying on you to get done. And I'm not hearing where you are and your and the status of those things. So 
that was creating a lot of mental stories and a lot of emotion uh, that I spoke to in the first two podcasts. Because really, what I learned is that we had, I had expectations and we never really made solid agreements on how and when we were going to communicate. So now this episode is really going to focus on the in the conversation strategies that you want to have to have the best chance of success as possible. So you leave with both parties uh, feeling like it's a win-win and you create really explicit agreements. And I'm going to share with you how to do that. And before I share with you how to do that, I'm going to recap the main points of really the last episode, which is what are the things that you want to consider before you even enter the conversation? And I said one of the very first things you want to decide is, is the person you're about to engage in this conversation with someone you want to have a long-term working relationship with? And remember, these are the... these core principles that I'm going to share with you today, they're, they're directed for work and communicating uh, to someone you have a working relationship with. They could also be taken and used for your personal relationship. So that's how important these concepts are. So if the answer is yes, I do want to have uh, a long-term working relationship with this person, then, then the next decision is I, then yes, I'm going to invest into this relationship. And Here's the things I want, I'm going to be doing ahead of time. One is to get clear on what your goal is ahead of the conversation. What is your desired outcome? Getting clear on, hey, what's, our, what's my goal for this conversation before you even enter will help you uh, anchor to something that uh, doesn't help you, that, that removes you from falling into your emotional triggers. The second thing you want to do ahead of time is get clear on what the negative emotions you're holding on to. Remember, if you're going into this conversation because of the other person not meeting your expectations, oftentimes with those expectations comes mental stories, stories that sound like, for me, again, as a reminder, it was... Um, well, you know, why is she not doing this? We, I, she knows how important it was for us to communicate. Is she ghosting me? Right, all of the things that your mind is now ruminating on to try to fill in the gaps. It's really just like trying to grasp onto something. Like, how come this could be happening? And you know, with all those stories, which aren't based on any quote unquote reality, because we're just trying to make up what the what the reason for the expectations not being met are comes uh, production of emotions. That's what generates the emotions. It's the stories that generate the emotions. And the emotions could be, you know, any sort of frustration, anger, anxiety, stress, overwhelm. And really, the second part of it is just to just to start to recognize whatever those stories are and whatever the emotions are and have an outlet for uh speaking to them or writing them out, something that you could start to become aware of what they are so they don't hold such a firm grip on you and, and control you during the conversation you're about to have. That's the second thing. The third thing is, again, this is all ahead of the conversation, just to recap, is visualizing setting an energetic intention for how you want to show up. And as you may have remembered what I shared is I wrote that down on a whiteboard before I even entered this conversation was, 
hey, Adam, the best version of yourself is going to be someone that is a human being. It's someone that leads with kindness, is non-judgmental, and provides a safe space for this other person to have a healthy dialogue. That's what I knew about myself, and that's how I show up at my best. So I wrote that out, and I envisioned myself being that person in this conversation an hour before I even got on that on the Zoom call with her. And the fourth thing is to actually, again, ahead of time, is to set up the other person for success, to help make them feel safe because their success is your success. And so that's, as a recap, I sent her an email a couple of days before the conversation saying, hey, I want to have a conversation around how we could better communicate so we could better achieve the goals that we have. That was me giving her uh, enough heads up so that she didn't come into this blindside and she felt safe. Okay, so now that's the recap. We're going in. We're feeling prepared. You've done your homework, right? You now know what you want. You know the best version of yourself. You've, you're aware of some of the emotions and the stories that you've created, and you've given the other person a little bit of heads up of, hey, let's have a conversation at some, you know, at some specific time. Um, around this topic. So they're like, okay, you know, maybe they have a little nerves on it, but you've at least given them a heads up of this is what my intention are. Hey, let's show up and and actually have a conversation about that. So what, so what I'm going to do right now is walk you through the main strategies you want to have during the conversation. And I'm going to pull out examples of what happened during our conversation so you could get a feel of what it would sound like when you're in your own conversation. So the first thing that you really want to do is establish a safe space. This is an extension of what I had already talked about. And it's just to remember that you're a human and they're a human and we're going to have a healthy safe dialogue in this conversation. So the first part is just a check-in. Hey, how are you doing? Like genuinely, how are you doing? And and that's what happened. We spent a couple minutes just checking in and, and one was sharing how they were and the other was, and I was sharing how I was. And then I slowly just recapped the purpose of the conversation. Hey, you know, I sent you an email and uh, I really wanted to spend some time to figure out how we could better communicate throughout the week in between our virtual meetings, right? It's just to recap, again, in a safe way, because you already said this in an email, but it's just to kind of give their mind a little bit of certainty. This is why we're here to discuss this. The second thing you want to do is just state the facts. It was right after I said, hey, this is the purpose of the conversation I, I sent you a couple emails, I sent you a couple of Voxers throughout the week, and the only time I received an email from you was late last night, um, which was about a week after I reached out to you. That is factual. That is actually just what happened. So you just want to state the facts which led to the conversations, and hopefully you could do that as emotionally unattached as possible, so that you don't... Uh, project any of that uh, judgment or emotion onto the other person. Again, keeping the safe space. The third thing you want to do right after you state the facts is state your intention. And this is really, really important so that, again, it allows for healthy dialogue. So what that sounded like for me was I don't want to point any fingers and I don't want to make up any stories to why that happened. What I'm hoping for is for us to find a way to figure out how to communicate better so we could be on the same page. 
And I basically said, hey, I'm willing to spend 15, 30 of the 45 minutes talking about this. And if we lose, you know, time in the short term, um, and and I know we had a bunch of things on our to-do list to get done, but we move forward with a solid agreement around how we're going to communicate between the sessions, I'm okay with that. And that was basically what I said to project my intention, my to share my intention with her. The next step, really that fourth step right after that is to seek to understand, right? So we went in, we tried to establish a safe space. We did that by... Um, you know, checking in with them to state the purpose of the conversation, to state the facts of what happened, and then to share our intention. Our intention is not to blame them, to point fingers at them, but it's really for, for us to be able to communicate and get on the same page. And so now it's time for me to just shut up and seek to understand, hey, like, and this is what it sounded like. It said, hey, what's what's been going on? And as I, as I shared that, you know, she picked right up on this. Um, she was smiling. She started nodding her head. And this is what I'm seeing through the computer screen. She says, I want to be, uh, I'm paraphrasing a lot of this. Um, I want to be transparent with you. Uh, I had to let go the number one person on my team, someone that has been an incredible support system for me. And also I have one of my clients who's in crisis mode and she has needed a ton of support. So she's like, I just feel like I have a ton on my plate right now. And she's also saying, like, I am not one that likes to make excuses. This is just the reality of the situation. So I, she is letting me into her world. And it would have been so easy for me to say, well, hey, that's not my problem. You, you know, I, I, I paid you. We had, I had an agreement with you, expectation with you. Um, and you have a job to do and, um, and Hey, what about me? Like, these are all the things that you said you would do and they're not getting done. But we, but where would that have gotten us, right? That wouldn't have gotten us any closer to my main goal. So I'm just sharing that in the moment, you may hear something that feels like an excuse and you might want to jump on it. Uh, but really, in those moments, try to remember what your main goal is that you set with yourself prior to the conversation. So going back to our conversation, so then she said, I, I this is what she said, I, I'm sorry, I feel like I'm, I'm failing you right now, and that's the opposite of what I'm about. And there was a, this very long pause, and, and I almost thought she was going to go to tears and start to cry. And I could really feel how heavy things were for her right now with how much she had on her plate. And in that moment, I met her there and I said, I really, really appreciate you opening up with me and, and leading with transparency. And the truth is that really helped me understand what was going on in her world uh, behind the curtains. And I was really grateful that she shared that with me. So in that very, very heavy moment uh, and very uncomfortable moment, um, she wanted to say something like, all right, I'm ready. Like, let's do it. Um, you know, I apologized and thank you, Adam, for accepting my apology. Like now I'm ready to get down to business. And I want, I want to pull that out. Cause that's what it felt like in that moment. It was like, you know, I'm sorry. And then I was like, I really appreciate it. Thank you for, for sharing that. And, and that it felt like, okay, it's time to move from there. But 
there when it when it feels like it's time to go fast go slow right this was an uncomfortable moment for us and when things get uncomfortable the tendency for many of us is to try to move away for the from the discomfort but if we shifted in this moment and got down to business we wouldn't have solved anything so i want you to recognize when that's happening for you to when the earth, when the tendency is to move fast and to move away from the discomfort, to pause and try to go slow, um, because at the same time as uh, as as having this heavy moment and her maybe almost coming down to tears and sharing that's what not what she's not about and she's ready to get back to it and let's snap into it. Um, that was actually a really beautiful moment. It was really genuine. It was really real, and. And what I said was, I really appreciate you wanting to work and get back to doing the things, all the, all the things that we had in our to-do list that we were going to get done that weren't getting done. But I want to stay here for a moment. Um, and, and guys, this is where all the pre-work ahead of the conversation is really important. It's going back to what your goal is and, and what the mutual goal. And thankfully, I was so solid on that. And I had a lot of clarity on that. And our goal was to really come out of this with agreements on how we were going to communicate between the sessions and we hadn't gotten there. We really, really hadn't gotten there. So so on your end, you may notice at some point in the conversation, it could take a twist. It could take an emotional twist. And again, the tendency is to move away from it. So that's when you want to anchor back to your goal. And so for me, I was like, I, you know, I still would love to come up with an agreement on how and when we could communicate between our virtual sessions so that we could continue to collaborate on ideas and check off our action items more quickly. So you may have to like re-anchor to your goal when it takes a twist. And you might have to do that a couple of times. So that's the pre-work. So back to the conversation. Um, I basically shared, you know, this is the way I'd like to communicate by Voxer, which is, a, again, an audio text app that rather than email, I'm not big on email. That's someone knows me well, and they know I'm not a big email person. Um, and uh, and so then she checked in. She's like, yes, I want to be able to give you that. That's what she's saying. And I said, you know what? That's great. And I totally respect your boundaries. And I understood, and this is what I'm saying. Like, I understand that, you know, you like to turn things off on the weekends. And she said, yes, yes, I do. Thank you. And she said, basically, if there's an emergency, this is how you should contact me on the weekends. You could write emergency in the subject line. And I said, thank you. And then she, she paused for a moment. I was giving her, she said, let me just take a second to think. I said, great. I want to give her some space to think. She said, okay, I am ready to make a commitment. So so basically, this is what happened. She had space. She vented out what was going on for her in her life. I paused and met her there. Then she cleared a little bit of emotion, gave her some space to do that. And we had to anchor back into what the mutual goal of the conversation with, what the purpose is of the conversation. Put that back out there once she was emotionally clear and mentally clear and she paused and she's like okay i'm ready to make a commitment i'm like freaking heck yeah let's do it she's like i am going to check in with you more frequently i'm going to voxer you from time to time and i'm going to answer any questions that you have so we are in constant communication and then she's like do you feel solid in that and i love how she asked that i thought that was a brilliant question and i said and so she said do you feel solid in that and 
And this next comment goes to all the people pleasers out there. If you're a people pleaser, you have people pleasing tendencies, this one's for you. It would have been so easy to say, yes, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Da I'm giving you daps across the, the virtual Zoom here. Let's move forward. Let's move on. Again, I was properly prepared and trained for this conversation. And I paused for a second and said, you know, truthfully, I still don't feel solid in this conversation, but we were getting close. And again, this is what goes back to two episodes about what really are the elements to a solid commitment. And what I heard from her was like, I'm going to be in constant communication with you through Voxer from, and we're going to communicate from time to time. And if you remember from the, from the episode two weeks ago, that was, that was still vague. That was, there were still expectations on what time to time meant from time to time meant. And I wanted a solid agreement an agreement that was explicit and was not implicit. So I'm like, let's get explicit here. So, uh, I said, I'm really not. And she's like, okay, well, what would make you comfortable? So she put it back on me and that is perfect. Like, great. Put it on me. Like, what is my vision for what our communication? Let me ask for what I need to her. And I said, I want to communicate by Voxer audio text Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And I knew Tuesday was a busy day for her. And I knew the weekends, you know, she had some boundaries on that. Um, I said, forget email. Let's just use Voxer when we have these issues to come up with. And we're working out through collaboration. And when we're working on projects, let's use a, a program called Asana to communicate. So we had the two modes of communication. Um, then she said, you know what? I am going to commit to you to check in with you every single day, Monday through Friday, through Voxer. She said, I, she exceeded my ask at that point. Um, I loved it. Uh, I loved it. I said, really? Wow. And like my eyes got all big. I was like, how does that feel? Do you feel solid in that? And she, cause, cause again, her success is my success. If she overcommits to something and then realizes that she overcommitted, that's not going to work for either one of us. So I said, do you feel solid in that commitment? And she's like checking in with herself and feeling the energetics. And she's like, yeah, I feel really solid. And I'm like, I, I felt great. I had a lot of energy going through my body and I felt really pumped. And that's my internal guidance system. That's like, hell yeah, that's, that's a yes for me too. So great. So like, we're getting really close here. And she's like, okay, are you ready to get back to work? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, let's get back to it. I was like, wait, 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 hold up one, one sec. I want to ask you one more question. What support do you need from me to keep your commitment? Basically said differently, you could ask, how can I help you with your commitment? How can I best support you uh, with that commitment? And she paused and said, you know, I thank you. I, I, I got this. Um, and then I got curious. I was like, is that question really necessary or helpful? And she's like, yeah, that really was helpful. I said, why was that last question? How can I support you? Um, or what help do you need from me? How is that helpful for you? She said, because it gives me, or it really gives the other person permission to make a final ask. It gives me the permission 
to say something if something doesn't quite feel right. If we're, if we're still not 100%, it gives me one more chance to speak up. And I shared that in a couple, uh, two episodes ago. It's like a final check-in to see if anything needs to be cleared or ironed out before you move forward. So, so I thought that's really important. And that's really the final step to once you make a commitment, just, just see if there's any little like spiders or skeletons in the closet or whatever you want to call it, anything left that needs to be ironed out. And you could do that by saying like, what support do you need from me? And that's, that's real, real leadership in that, in that time point. Uh, and we also said we reserve the right to check in with ourselves. So we're going to follow up next week with each other. This was a kind of like the very last thing. And we're both like, we could change this. We could tweak it. If it's not working, we've reserved the right to, um, make new agreements with each other if something's not happening. So we don't need to be so rigid in this agreement. We're going to do this for a week. We're going to check in and follow up, and we could always change it next week and have another conversation if we need to be. Boom, 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 boom. Mission accomplished, solid agreement made, win-win on both sides, which took all the elements of preparation and in the conversation strategies and tactics to really come out of this feeling super, super solid. And this is massive. And guys, you can do this. You can do this. This is how a difficult conversation can look for you every single time. You just need to chunk it down. You get solid around the five things, the four things to do before the conversation to allow the safe space to to be had and to allow for a mutually agreed commitment to be reached. You could use this for any conversation. This is for accountability, obviously, is what we've been speaking to, but it's also for negotiation. It could be used for sales. It could be definitely used for your personal relationships. Again, when you have any unmet expectations and you really want to shift and have uh, solid agreements, right? Shifting from uh, expectations to agreements. And just to give you an update, it's been 13 days after this conversation was had, and we are freaking rocking it. The agreement's been upheld. She's been showing up on Voxer every single day like she committed to do, and I'm keeping my commitments on how I said I was going to show up for her. So, Let's unpack this so you could understand what you need to do as you enter your emotionally potentially triggering conversation uh, around, you know, whatever topic is coming up for you and the person you're working with and want in your life. Number one, let's just let's just see what happened here. I took a risk here. Uh, I took a risk because she was without her she shared with me what was going on in her life she was without her number one staff support she had has a lot on her plate right now and she didn't show up the very first week like i wanted her to and i may the truth is i may very well learn that she is so busy and doesn't have the capacity to actually meet my needs right now i may actually learn that that might actually happen and maybe i should like this is like what's going on like maybe i should have asked her to if we should press pause right now until she rehire someone and she could take some of the load off her plate 
Maybe I should have said, hey, let's stop here and could ask, uh, maybe even ask for my money back right now. Let's continue this when you're ready. Maybe I should have just moved on and not focused my energy and effort on her and uh, and what we're building on if there's a chance that she's not going to be present for the next three months, right? There's nothing wrong with any of that. So, so those options are all on the table. And I want to say those were options for me before I entered the conversation. I could have pressed pause at any time. And for you, you may say like, hey, I, I am shooting. I am choosing to enter a conversation with this person because I want to give this a shot. And that's what I said. I said, I'm going to make the decision that I'm going to give this a shot for right now. And I'm choosing to double down and invest in this relationship right now because she is someone that I want to work with ideally. And she was a um, someone that I thought could, could would I'd love to work with and could bring amazing value to me and the clients I get to work with. So I was willing to take the short-term loss and invest my time and money and energy into into this person and also reserve my uh, reserve the right to change my mind. And so you got to get clear, hey, before you're getting in this conversation, am I am I willing to do this and take the loss if it doesn't work out? And that's a you know, that's back to that decision uh, that we talked about in the beginning. And I might learn that hey, uh, you know, that 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 might not have worked out and I'm going to take ownership if it doesn't work out in a week or two or three weeks. Um, and I'll learn from it and grow from it. It's not going to be a waste of my time if this doesn't work out. And I, I want you to understand and check in with yourself to figure out if I do this and I invest in this person and it doesn't work out or if they leave or, you know, we just run into problems down the road. Is this going to be a waste of my time or energy? And you just got to get clear on that for yourself and check in to, to really get solid behind whatever it is that you're doing. Okay, so back to what I was going to say. Let's recap for you on what you need to do ahead of the time and in the conversation. We're going to go through the main points one last time. So the first thing is getting clear on your goal ahead of the conversation. What is your desired outcome? Also, do the work. Do the internal work. Recognize whatever stories you're coming up with as to why they're not meeting your expectations recognize the emotions that you're feeling inside of your body that takes practice that takes real self-awareness and um, body awareness really uh, I'm blanking on the word that that goes with this really understanding your own energetics and then just speak them out speak them to a friend share your stories via journal write it down again whatever's best for you so that you could start to uh, detach from those stories and those emotions so that in the moment of the conversation, they don't totally control your performance, control what how you're showing up. Then before you go in the conversation, you want to visualize, you want to set an energetic intention for how you're going to show up, whatever is going to make you be at your best self. Finally, ahead of the time, try to set the other person up for success because their success is your success, and oftentimes, if you could help them feel safe so they don't come in feeling blindsided, you could have the best chance of really healthy dialogue. So the next level leaders take ownership for their part. It's This isn't about uh, blaming someone for not meeting their expectations. It's, hey, I... Again, this is what it was for me. Like I had all these negative emotions and I started to notice my mind wanting to blame her. What's her, you know, what's her problem? Why, why isn't she doing this? Why is she ghosting me? But 
if I really want to be a next level leader and, and if you're listening to this and you're like, I really want to get myself to another level, then I, then you got to start challenging yourself. And the challenge sounded something like this. It sounds something like, Hey, what was my role in this? And not from a place of blame, but like, you know, I really didn't have agreements. I never really explicitly said how and when we were going to communicate. I just said, I want to communicate often between sessions. Well, that could be two different things to two different people. And clearly it was for us. So I'm taking responsibility for my part there and I have an opportunity to make a change in this. And that, that was what this conversation is about. And that's how I coach myself. That's how I coach my clients. And that's how I'm inviting you to, to coach yourself when you're going to move forward with your agreements and commitments. So in the conversation, final recap, you want to maintain that safe space in order to reach your your goal and and you start off by just checking in being a human being first d uh, try to bring the emotion level down a little bit right you might be noticing some emotions for yourself they might be having emotions you want to just take the pressure off and check in be a human and then state your intention right why why are you here why are you here? Restate your purpose, state your intention. You're not here to point fingers. You're not here to blame. You're here to reach your mutually beneficial goal, right? Then you state the facts. This is what's happened, right? Whatever's happened that's leading to the conversation is what happened. Not the stories, but the facts. State the facts. Then it's time, it's time for you to be quiet and seek to understand, hey, what's been going on? Like, what is it? What's, what's been happening on your end that I don't know about, right? We can't assume we know everything. Our mind's going to try to make up the, the story of why we think they're not showing up, but let them share what's been going on in their world. And um, maybe, maybe it comes out like an excuse, but yeah, that's your time to really listen and just listen without judgment as you seek to understand, then it's time to commit or recommit to the mutual goal and try to do that by uh, making explicit agreements, right? So can we make commitments that is a win-win for both parties that will allow something to be sustainable for now? And can we have explicit agreements around that thing? And the final thing is once you reach your commitment or you recommit to whatever agreement, that is in your best interest and their best interest, how can, how can you support them, right? Give them that final opportunity to clear whatever may be lingering. Maybe it's a challenge they're, they're holding on to or something they're worried about, but how can you best support them? What do they need from you so that they keep their commitments? And that will really help you be more successful. That'll actually lead to something that's more sustainable if they're able to speak up to something in that time and you're able to iron it out really quick in that moment. And then you've just planned to follow up. Follow up, tweak it, edit it, change it, keep it. That's up to you. And that's the beautiful thing about this. You could always reserve the right to change, to adapt, and uh, and to just check in. And it's your, commi- your commitments, your agreements, and you get to have fun and do that uh, together. So that's great. Again, you got this. There's a lot of material here. Go back and listen to it over and over and over again until you get it and go ahead and practice. Um, This is going to be something you could use in so many different conversations and situations. And uh, once you start doing it and you start noticing how, how 
mutually beneficial it is and how you could build up some more confidence around this. Communicating in this way is really, really fun and you start connecting on a different level and that's when you're uh, really a next level leadership. So this success is yours. You could show up, you could perform, you got this. I'm here to support you and I believe in you. Hey, thanks so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you're someone that feels frustrated with the way your team meetings are structured and realize they turn into complaining sessions and things oftentimes just fall through the cracks, I've got a great resource for you. Just head on over to my website at www.adamesco.com slash team. That's Adam, E-S-K-O-W.com forward slash team and download the team meeting agenda and template that's going to help you have more productive, more efficient, and hopefully more fun meetings. It's a real game changer. So it's there for you. Head on over to the website and I will see you next time.